What is up, guys? Happy Wednesday. Happy home day. Home day. Welcome to another episode of Be You, Sis. We are all about staying confident and true to yourself during life's ups and downs. Own what you've gone through because, baby, it has made you, you. It's Kylie. It's Lauren. And to all our new listeners, welcome. welcome. Welcome aboard. We've missed you. I feel like I say that every time. We've missed you. We're so glad you're here. (laughs) I know. Um, So what made you stop here to be you, sis? Maybe you just need some insight. Maybe you need to laugh. Maybe Maybe some motivation. Yeah. Maybe you want to feel inspired. (laughs) That's why Lauren, Lauren, (laughs) that's why Lauren and I started this podcast, actually back in June, um, to just be a voice essentially for anyone who needs a voice, um, anyone who's looking for inspiration, for motivation, anyone who wants to laugh, um, to learn. That's kind of what me and Lauren are here for. Mm -hmm. And to all of our loyal listeners who support us week in, week in and week out, well, thank you for all of your support, all your love. It really means the absolute world to us. Um, make sure to give us a little rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can find a <laughs> podcast. Literally, if you want to go to like Antarctica for like the weekend, <laughs> you but you're like, wait, no, I can't up. go because it's Wednesday. And I, that means I can't listen to be says It's fine because bring your laptop you and you can listen. If Just we kidding, had a listener makes- that loyal, <laughs> that would be unreal. I can't go to Antarctica because because I gotta listen to Kylie. I Lauren. would be actually concerned. Same. I would think that we would have a stalker. Stalker wants to kill us. Nicely. Yeah, same. <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram, we'll give us a follow at Bu Sis Podcast. If you're craving connection, you're craving community. Um, you know, you want to have a group of like-minded females who are vulnerable, who are funny, who are there for you for support for anything. Well, then you should definitely, definitely be a part of our private Facebook group, Bu Sis Zoom Gal. The link is in our bio on Instagram, um, or you can, you know, send us a DM. We'll put it in the show. Actually, you know what? Fuck all of that. I'll put the <laughs> link in the show notes, and you oh, can yeah, literally can just, just click. click it, and then you can just <laughs> add friend. Um, so we meet monthly, um, two times a month, I would say, via Zoom. If you're into that, that's awesome. If you're not, then you can just be there for the weekly and daily Facebook um, posts Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And guess what, guys? We also have a phone number. If you're like, you know, I don't have an Instagram. I don't want to be on Zoom. I don't even want to be part of your Facebook group. You're uncomfortable. That's fine. You can text us anonymously. Yes, we actually have an anonymous phone number. Um, Well, our phone number is anonymous. We have a burner phone phone. is anonymous <laughs> our phone number is one eight five seven four three seven one eight seven one that's in the link in our bio on instagram and it is also in our show notes if you're having a bad day you know you need some advice you just want to talk to someone we are always on call send us a text message we will reply instantly Instantly. and hey guess what we also are selling beanies for $16 butterfly beanies white or black (laughs) dm us email us i'll put all of that in the show notes because if you want that beanie girl you got it (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Lauren, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing good. You are? Yes. You little cutie girl. I, Our faces are so scary right now. Oh my now. God. Yeah, I feel good, but I don't look too Our good right now. Our skin is so We literally scary. both look like we got attacked by a bunch of cats. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> my hormones are really bad. I'm on my period right now. So like, I think they were just like, yeah. Yeah. I and I forgot to take my birth control for a month. So my, my face and body hates me. Yeah. Thank God we have masks. Yeah, Even right? though I feel the masks aren't really helping it either, but they're covering that shits up when I go to work. Yes. Thank the Lord. No, I'm doing good though. I'm starting to get into the holiday feeling. I'm so excited. Our I feel place like, is decorated. Yeah. Looks I feel good. like once like December 1st hits, it's just like you feel it. You know oh, what I hell mean? Yeah. Like I'm just like so excited the for Christmas like, the holidays. Movies are on yes. And stuff. Like it's just like a good time. I know. You know? And it's weird because the big picture, right? It's yeah. a weird time. The world's weird. We don't mm-hmm. even know if we'll be able to celebrate the holidays with um you know our closest loved ones we hope that we can but the future is so unknown right now um so i think it's just important like we always you know preach to just find the joy in the little things like literally being able to decorate Decorate your home like christmas stuff stocking Mm -hmm. snowman did you see the snowman i got it's cute oh my god cutie little carrot nose (laughs) you guys hear that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cute where'd you get that um target and we have stockings you know i it's funny because i'm someone that like likes the holidays but i feel like i'm always just like in going through the motions throughout yeah. the holidays and not just like stopping and enjoying, enjoying the christmas it. movies enjoying mm-hmm. the decor decoration <laughs> the decorations <laughs> <laughs> jesus get your mind out of the gutter <laughs> the decorations jesus christ dylan what have you been doing to her <laughs> <laughs> the decorations. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so five years old. It's because I, I always say the word dick. I know. Now it's being like said in words, in words that aren't even dick words. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Oh. Um, just the little things, the decorations. Yes. Um, and all the stuff that just like goes into the holidays yeah. and just you know christmas shopping mm-hmm. i don't know fun things like that yeah, i'm no, really totally. excited for that's like what i'm it's keeping me through right now keeping me going it's, it's keeping me <laughs> yeah. through it's keeping me going no i feel that so you know how we usually do weekly reminders we haven't in a while i do miss those i think we're gonna start bringing those back again i mean it's only been a couple of weeks but i feel like it's fun to do like the questions that we've been doing Mm -hmm. before really getting into the episode so we will bring the weekly reminders back eventually um but this week's episode is just lauren and i yep just (laughs) two sisters it's actually going to be probably the most vulnerable most in the deepest episode we've, we've ever done before. I think so too. Um, I think it's cool because I think all of the episodes we do, like it's relatable and we want to help everyone. Right. And we get into like the nitty gritty and the things of our lives, but we don't really get into like, why are you Kylie and why are you Lauren? Right. Um, so today we're going to really get into our childhood. Mm-hmm. And I think people like in general, like it's just like a human being thing. Like people don't really give a fuck about listening to people talk about things that don't you know, relate to them in a way mm-hmm. or don't or something. If right. they can't take something away from it, why do they care? Right. Um, so we're not just going to sit here and be like, okay, guys, this was our childhood. Yeah, right. um, we feel like a few of the things that we've narrowed it down to and why, why the things have shaped us to 
become who we are is also really relatable and we mm-hmm. think that it's really insightful and you guys can just get a lot out of it right. um as well and i think it's beautiful when people are vulnerable um about things and are open to why they are the way that totally. they are rather than being ashamed of it because mm-hmm. for so long you know i was ashamed in anger and yeah. resentment and sadness of all the things that we've gone through i would say yeah even up to like a year or a year and a half ago we were totally if you told me a year ago we would be sitting on a podcast about to be talking about what we're going to be talking about i would be like what you know what i mean yeah but i feel like that's what's like so beautiful you know what Mm -hmm. i mean for people to listen to relate and like get something out of it yeah no exactly and i think it shows mm -hmm. that we're in the best place that we've been totally personally like when it comes to like healing and things like that and i think it's crazy right and i think a lot of people can relate to this is that you know, we think our childhoods are super are normal. Like right. we think our shit is just our shit and yep. it's normal. And then we grow up and we're like, holy Looking fuck, back. that wasn't normal. Right. What the hell? I know. And I still do that up until this day. I did it yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm making Kevin, my brother, who obviously has a brain injury. But he's 29. Like, yeah, but he's 29. And I'm like last night I'm home like packing his lunch, like making him a PB&J, putting his snacks into a SpongeBob lunchbox. And for a second I'm just like, this is not fucking normal. Like my friends are not doing this on a Sunday night like but to me it's just like this is what it is like you know what I mean like yes. it's just not normal <laughs> those moments are so like beautiful they though. are like the moments that you can like kind of giggle and laugh and be like wow shit is not normal but you know what it's my shit and I've gotten through it right. and not only have I gotten through it but I'm actually a really compassionate and beautiful person because, because of it, of it. Totally. so when you think about it such a fucking loaded question and, and I'm like do I even want to ask her this right now because it's like how do you even pinpoint it to one thing you know but when you think about like your childhood like what moment situation what really sticks out to you and you're like yeah I struggled the most to really like let go of that and to finally accept that that was the way that it was holy moly that is a loaded one (laughs) yeah so I feel like there's like so many things that pop in my head when you ask me that um I don't know if this is necessarily I guess yeah it did happen in my childhood but I wasn't really aware of it until after so obviously like Kylie said this is a really like deep episode we're gonna get more into it in a little bit um But I would say, obviously, you guys know our dad, like, passed away. Um, And I guess growing up, my mom was always one of those, like, parents that just kind of, like, did what she had to do. Like, never let her children, like, know that we were struggling or anything like that. And I would say up until, like, I don't know, maybe I was 20, 21 years old, you know, I just found out so many things about my dad that I didn't know while he was alive. Just, like, struggles that he Mm. faced daily. Like, such demons he had. And now that I'm older and, like, I've had a little taste of just, like, struggle, like, I can, like, feel it. And it just, like, makes me so sad that he felt that, like, that. And, like, we just, I had no No idea. idea. And it's, like, it's it's obviously, like, something that still makes me sad. Mm -hmm. But I would say that's, like, definitely the number one thing that pops in my head that I had, like, a tough time kind of, like, coming to terms with. Because I feel like you and I are both people that like always wish the best on people and like Mm -hmm. never want people to struggle. Yeah. Um, especially your own dad. And like now that he's not here, it sucks that I didn't know that. Mm. Um, so I would say, yeah, that's that's definitely one of the hardest things, but I have a whole fucking list of things and I could go on. I think that's a really like yeah deep one that you really really feel in your heart totally because to to love someone and to know that like you were either, you know, too young or not Mm -hmm. aware right um to help and, them yeah and, and know and you know that there's nothing you could do no. but now hearing it later it's like fuck that I wish sucks that, that 
you know the person I loved was struggling so deeply and I was just too innocent and young to To do anything about it exactly um you just feel helpless you do you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's similar to mine um Mm -hmm. but more so like I just I mean it's very similar actually I just struggled to accept the fact that my own dad had so many flaws um Mm -hmm. because I wanted him so badly to just like be like the number one dad yeah, like you know had it him was, on a pedestal yeah for so long. I did have him on a pedestal because in my eyes like he was a good father yeah like he was he was mm-hmm. a great dad growing up and and throughout our childhood but you know then you're like wait but mm-hmm. he didn't achieve what he should have achieved which mm-hmm. is to be a good dad our whole life right you know mm-hmm. and I think like and we can transition right to that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because I feel like for so long people have their parents on pedestals you you grow up you're born and you think of your parents as superheroes right Mm -hmm. and the moment they let you down it's like uh an ache in your heart yeah that you struggle to let go of totally and then when you realize like it's like oh they they keep letting you down Mm -hmm. and in our case essentially like we weren't so aware of the fact that dad was letting us down because we weren't aware of what was happening Mm -hmm. um but then he died and it's like, oh, well, fuck, now what? You right. know? And mm-hmm. I think like we want these things from our parents and we want them to be that the way be a certain way. Right. We forget they're human beings too. too. No, our our dad's right. supposed to be perfect. We just think like they're not like I feel like so many people at like kids, even now too, like people just think of their parents as like parents. Like you forget yes. that they're like human Humans beings. With feelings with, and emotions yeah. and trauma. Right. With like children and a whole family to worry mm-hmm. about. Like you just think that they're a parent and that's it. But then when you really think of it, it's like, no, they have their own shit too like everyone else exactly but it's so hard to like wrap your brain around because like you were saying but it's like no just you're supposed to fucking do it right. you're supposed to be the parent exactly. that i need you to be exactly but but any humans they come up short sometimes mm-hmm. like i said and i think it's hard because like we have so many resources now and we're so lucky that it's important to be vulnerable it's important to wear your heart in your sleeve to heal through your trauma to heal through your growth but it wasn't like that back then no. and then add on to the fact that he was a man right you know and it, it was just different yeah and i think the moment that switched for me and so much healing came flooding through my bones and my soul was just accepting and understanding that you know parents love us and and parents teach us and parent us the best way they know mm-hmm. the best way They're they know and and it. how they were how their parents right. parented them right essentially like typically like you do things how you were taught right you know you either break the cycle or you repeat the cycle and it's so much harder to break the cycle right right so for dad like let's really get into it because so obviously lauren and i whatever we're little fucking babies i'm three she's like one i think um (laughs) and my dad struggled with you know a drug addiction you know we say drug addiction but Mm -hmm. anyone what do your parents struggle with every parent has some sort of struggle i mean maybe not right you have a perfect fucking (laughs) parent but nine times out of ten i think a lot of people can relate that there's you know something about their parent that they just don't like they wish they could change or comes in the way of you know their relationship right and and it was hard for us because we were so young so we didn't realize those things you know we had no clue oh he's sleeping in late or oh he's not here for this oh he's gone for three months right we're not our brains aren't going to go right to oh he has a drug addiction right so we weren't able to process any of that when we were young and Mm -hmm. then he died and then we were like okay 
so now we really need to process it right Right. and we're gonna get really deep right now because for so long we were like he was clean for a year um he did the right thing yeah you know he left this world um on good terms terms. and great terms Mm -hmm. and that is what i held on to for so so long Mm -hmm. and then you know years down the road i find out that that wasn't necessarily true true. and he still struggled and couldn't fight the addiction and essentially he couldn't be the father that we wanted him to be he Mm -hmm. let us down right totally so then you have to be like you have to go through that shame and that guilt mm-hmm. of what could I have done why didn't I do this why right. I wish I was older I wish I was more wiser mm-hmm. and then it's like then you have to think of the fact that wow like my parent let me down again mm-hmm. and then let me down in the sense where then he died <laughs> and I held on to so much anger yeah. to so much resentment like why couldn't he just be, be the, dad the dad he needed to be it's not hard, hard. why mm-hmm. was it so hard for him right and like I said earlier the moment that I got so much healing and clarity was the moment I finally understood that he did the best that, that he, he could, could. Mm-hmm. there's some demons and there's some things inside of us that we just can never fully let go of right Mm -hmm. that we can never fully heal from right and I don't want to say some people are stronger than others I just think some people have the right resources yeah some people are more like in tuned with themselves Mm -hmm. on figuring out what they need to do to live a better life and then you also need to realize you know as parents like me and lauren we've gone through things as as children we've had years to figure out what works what doesn't work you know think about as like a dad right as a mom you're Mm -hmm. going through these things and you're also taking care of your Your, family right well also dealing with the fact that you know you're struggling with major demons demons, my dad was the fact that his son almost died and and got hit by a car and had a brain injury and was never going to be right read or piss on his own for exactly the rest of his and life. that's what's so tricky because it's like so hard because like you were saying on one hand like we have so we, we had so much anger and resentment and just like why did you have to do that but then it's like when you actually put yourself in his shoes you know he had two girls and one son in his life was almost basically shattered at the age of six you know what I mean and that was dad's problem that Mm -hmm. he struggled with and that's what basically led him to start being addicted and like taking pills because he just like couldn't deal with that pain Mm -hmm. so it's like I feel like everyone who has these demons there's there's a reason you know what I mean and like he like like we were saying like he did we thought he tried to the best of his ability but sometimes it's just not enough for your kids no matter how hard they're trying and it doesn't mean that he's a bad person no, never. you know Mm-mm. it doesn't mean that he let us down right. it doesn't mean that he you know didn't reach his capability or whatever or whatever you want to however you want to word it mm-hmm. it just means that unfortunately he was a good human with a good soul and had good intentions but at the end of the day he couldn't fight the addiction and mm-hmm. he couldn't fight the things that was going wrong in his mind, in his mind right. you know, and in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's real strength to be able to be like, you know what? This anger that I have like boiling inside of me towards my mom mm-hmm. or my dad for letting me down. It's not going to serve you any Anything. goodness. Mm-mm. It's not going to. And I will tell you right now, it takes years to finally 
find that forgiveness. Right. But the first step is realizing that you haven't even forgiven them. Right. You know, I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, well, do you even, you, you have you forgiven your dad for doing that? And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, you have? Well, then why are you still having trust issues right. in your relationship with something your your dad did 10 exactly. years ago? Oh, I, I don't know. You know what I yeah. mean? It's no, they you, say, tell themselves that, but it's like when you actually get to like the root of it, it's like, no, that is where that is stemming from. Yes. You haven't fully forgiven them. You need to di- differentiate your heart from your mind. Totally. You know, maybe in your mind you've forgiven him, but right. has your body and your heart really forgiven him? Right. So one thing that I recommend doing is writing down like on a piece of paper, like a column of your mind and a column of your heart. You know, mm-hmm. how does your mind like feel, feel about it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. But how does your heart truly feel about when it? Like, do you feel that. still feel sadness? Do you struggle to forgive people? Do you still feel that anger and resentment, you know, going over into your intimate relationships, mm-hmm. into your close relationships? Right. Because once you realize that what you're telling yourself isn't really what you feel in your soul and your body, that's when you're finally able to get to the bottom of it and figure out how to release it right. and how to let it go Go. you know Mm -hmm. and I did that and it actually brought me a lot of clarity because for so long oh yeah no I don't care I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and you know you you keep these people on pedestals and you want to tell yourself that they're great or I think that's it I think that is kind of like a unique situation well like that I kept down on a pedestal yes I don't think that's how it usually works I don't think so either I think it's definitely different for us or like anyone who has lost someone Mm -hmm. when someone's not still physically here in the world you don't ever want to speak about you want to speak about them more highly than like negative you know what I mean so it's normal in a sense to be like yes they were the best they were the best but then when you actually sit down and think about it it's like were they though and it's the same thing I feel like even me like a year ago I could say like I forgave dad like I did but then when I would actually think about it like out loud mm-hmm. I I couldn't even like admit that Talk he was like it. yeah a drug yeah, addict exactly. like I couldn't even say that out loud to people right so I was like no I haven't I still have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. you know yeah I think that's actually a really good point like yeah. when you catch yourself like not even being able to talk about like the situation of Mm -hmm. your parent and like how they made you feel in a certain situation or like their struggles. And I'm not saying like, you know, go online and tell everyone that like your mom's an alcoholic or your dad's a drug addict or like talk about it all the time. But like when you're with those close people and you're having those like vulnerable conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, can you talk about it? Because for so long, this was a big issue in Dylan and I's relationship prior and the the first time we went at it. And why a big reason now that I think about it in this moment, actually, why we broke up is because I didn't even speak to him about my father right about his addiction about Mm -hmm. the things that he went through because it was so painful that I couldn't even talk about it out loud Mm -hmm. and I remember one night with my best friend I had a breakthrough we were drunk eating pasta and I literally told her from start to finish the entire situation with Mm -hmm. dad when he went to rehab when he came back when he died everything yeah like in tears Mm -hmm. and in that moment I remember just seeing the beauty in that conversation and the beauty and opening up about something that really transformed me into the person that I am right now Mm -hmm. and and opening up to that person that you trust and and her just like being compassionate and understanding and then from there I was like 
okay, if I could open up to someone else now, maybe I can at, maybe even open up to myself yeah. now. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I can write about it. Maybe I can, you know, go for a run and then cry about right. it. And that was a big thing yes, for me. Totally. And you also never know. I'll never forget too. Like even like obviously our family knew that, but even my best, best friends, I we would like talk about, I don't know, obviously I feel like drug addicts or stuff like that. Like that's yeah. a very common topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would never say that that was how my dad passed or that was something yeah. he struggled with. And I'll never forget a few months ago when one of my best friend's dad actually passed away. It was me and my two friends and actually all three of us, all of our dads passed right. away. And we were just like getting really deep, like vulnerable. And it was the first time out loud other than Kylie that I brought up dad's like story. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, oh my God. But then it like led to them, her like digging up things about yes. her dad that she didn't even realize. Mm. You know what I mean? The beauty of I feel like even if it's like not only helping, like you should be, it helps you personally, yeah. but I feel like connecting with someone else who can almost relate in like a different way, it helps them just as much. Because nine times out of 10, the person you're talking to, I mean, maybe not, but right. the person you're talking to can somehow relate. Yeah. Like even said. if it's not the same Even if it's not the same, they can still relate to, to a parent letting them down or like to a situation that let them down totally you know what I mean I think that's what's so beautiful about human connection you know is finding those people you can open up to because like I said in in the midst of opening up to them you well like even now like when we're talking you realize things like in that moment that you didn't even even realize before talking about it right you know what I mean it's Mm -hmm. like oh wait like actually I still think about this or oh wait I didn't even think of it in that way yeah you know with communication with articulating your thoughts and your feelings you realize things that you hadn't even realized before you talked Talked about about it to other people you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so when you think about you know everything we're talking about right like Mm -hmm. do you think it's like insanely relatable for people like to to struggle to like accept and understand that like their parent or parents whoever like are human beings too and have flaws mm-hmm. 100% yeah. I think even like I know me personally and I yes I definitely think a lot of people can relate to this I feel like people especially when you're younger but even like my age now like you look at your parents and like they're your parents like mm-hmm. that's their job you know what I mean like yeah. that's their role in life and like you almost forget that they like we were just saying like they're human beings too yeah. you know like they have their own shit and I feel like it is something people struggle with a lot because they just think you know like this is what you're supposed to do and like they forget that they're fighting shit on a daily basis Mm -hmm. you know and even now even with mom who's still alive it's something that I've learned to do Mm -hmm. with her as well you know is understand that she has been through the ringer you know in in this is gonna sound weird but even sometimes when I go to her for advice and she gives me advice I'm just like what the fuck mom like that is not the advice that That I would have given me but then I remember you know that's the advice that works for For her her. because Mm -hmm. she's gone through so so much much, you know and like when we really think about that like how about like having like a strong it doesn't even have to be a mom like it can be an older sister it can be a dad it can be a grandmother whatever but like having a strong mother figure ours is obviously having a strong mother like who instills that confident confidence and strength in you in a young age that is another thing that has completely transformed Lauren and I into the people Mm -hmm. that we are yeah and we're so lucky to have that too because I know people who have dealt with things or whatever and you know their parents or whoever it is that they live with or take care of them they you either go like one way or the other you know what I mean like you do you either kind of like you're I don't want to say you're weak but like you're just you can't deal with it yeah exactly whereas mom like she 
like and even still to this day like when she will tell me stories about when we were kids I'm just like I don't know how you survived like (laughs) but like she just did like she just did what she had to do that is like the epitome of my mother like she wasn't necessarily one of those like lovey-dovey like let's Mm -hmm. snuggle on the couch like she showed like her strength and like being such a good mom and her actions and what she did for us and like without even realizing now like I realize now like our mom was truly put on the earth to be a mother because she has just by like seeing her over the years like she has just taught us so much without Mm -hmm. even like having to sit down and talk Talk to us us. do you know what I mean and she was put on this earth to be a mother because of everything that we have gone through you know and you think of that like strong um independent person you know in your life and and for mom like she just shaped herself for us into a role model she shows up how to she shows showed us how to show up for your family Mm -hmm. and how did she keep going when things get tough and i'm going to tell you right now it is so important to have someone in your life that is like that it's everything especially when you go through things oh my god especially when you go through things Mm -hmm. you know and and me and lauren always talk about this like oh we wish mom like was more like cuddly and more like emotional and told us she was (laughs) proud of us but you know what Typically, it's either one or the other. Right. You know, you have the mom who's like, honey, I'm so proud of you, but then doesn't really show up when she should. Should, You know, and then you have the mom who's like my mom and just shows, just shows up. does what she has to do. Just does what she needs to do. But yeah, she's not always going to be like, that's awesome. I'm proud of you. But you know what? When you have those conversations, you just know in your heart. That she is. That she is. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful because, you know, having someone who has showed us and has instilled all the confidence and strength that she has, has obviously allowed us to do what we do right now. Right. And has allowed mm-hmm. us to be strong and confident yeah. people and have, has allowed us to believe in who we are yeah. and, and what we stand for. Yes. And I think that is what mom has always taught us. Like, mm-hmm. unless obviously not if you're hurting someone but like if you're doing the right thing you believe in yourself you believe in what you're saying like never back down like stand up for that Mm -hmm. preach that express that advocate for that because that is what has the opportunity or the ability I guess to change lives and something that she has always told us that I will never ever ever let go of and I think this is what has allowed us to be really independent people Mm -hmm. is just you have yourself at the end always. of the day. She's always said that. At the end of the day. You only have, you have is yourself. Yeah. And you, know, you don't want to live by that in the no. sense where like you want to like shut people out. Right. No. But you do have to remember, and we've talked about this before, that that in that that moment that you can truly believe, okay, at the end of the self, all at the end of the day, all I have is myself, that is true love mm-hmm. and that is self-love. Right. And you don't have self-love until you can live by that, abide by that, and be okay with that. Right. Like, be okay with that. Maybe at the end of the day, all I have is mm-hmm. myself. Myself, totally. If I can look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I have this, this, and this. I'm doing this, and I'm okay because I know I'm a good person. There's so much beauty in that. And with that dependence, with that strength, she's allowed us to never, ever, ever be codependent never, on someone else. Which is everything. Which like, is everything. Talk a little wrong, bit about like, that yes. because we've never talked we about haven't. codependence. No. And me and you have both, like, I can truly say we are both definitely, like, independent people. Yeah. I don't think either of you, like, either of us have ever been like, we need someone to blah, blah, blah. No, never. But, like, don't get me wrong. It's so important to have, like, that person or, like, those yeah. m- multiple people in your life to, like, sometimes rely on or, like, whatever, make you happy. But at the end of the day, like we said, like, the root of that needs to to come within yourself mm-hmm. because I mean my mom's a perfect example like people are like yeah like marry rich and my yeah. mom's like 
okay, what if I did, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I am now a single mom, like anything right. can happen tomorrow. And I feel like that is one thing that I'm so grateful for, even though like you kind of need to find the balance in it. Like you I don't do. want to live in fear and be right. like anything can happen tomorrow. Right. But and you need to be, to you need to be realistic about it. Like mm-hmm. you need to know that tomorrow isn't promised. Like someone you love or someone that you've been relying on for so long could be gone tomorrow. And yes. then what? Are right. you going to be okay? Or are you going to be fucked for the rest of your I life? Know. You know what and I mean? And that's something that, you know, I think some people would be like, that can't be taught, but that can totally be taught. I think it can. Like not being codependent. I think it can and be. And I think that's why, that's what separates someone, you know, and I'm not saying anyone who's like, this is a bad person because you're not, no. but that's what separates someone who is, has, who lives a joyful and, and li- not, no, not lives a joyful life. That's going to separate someone who doesn't have self-love and someone who does self-love Right, is growing up in a home and in a house with a figure, a mom, a dad, whoever that instills that in them at such a young age. age. And that is the number one thing that I am the most grateful for Me my too. mother yeah. is just you saying the word confidence, Co- like right. speaking that word it's, out loud. Like when we were like four years Literally, old, literally like three, mm-hmm. if I could have anything from my children, it would be them to be confident like right. okay confidence like <laughs> we didn't even know what that meant but we like but always were it. familiar yeah, with the word exactly and like that is one thing that we are so grateful for because yes we're saying all of these things and like I am like there are so many people out there that are not fortunate like us to have mm-hmm. a mom or a dad like instilling these things in them at a young age right but I feel like that's when like that self-love like kicks in and when and you need like, to find the people exactly. to like help that too help also, it yeah that no makes totally sense? yeah like of yeah. course it has to like you need to yeah go around and maybe like find it in friends cousins someone right but that's also when it kicks in in yourself where it's like you know what I don't fucking have these people right. helping me and guiding me at a young age so I'm gonna do it on my own and it's and harder Power to the imagine that, that being that. taught to no. us when we're 20. No, I cannot. And that imagine. journey no. <laughs> would be so hard. It hurts but my it, head but thinking about it. But it's it can happen though. No, yeah, totally. You I've know, like people it, that it's like, harder. Yeah, one thousand percent harder if you don't have that figure in your life instilling that at a young age. Mm-hmm. But find that person right. when you're 20, 25, right. 30. Like whenever you can find that person, find it. And yeah. if you can't find that person, that person needs to be you. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. I think once you're 20 and you you know no one's instilled that in you it's probably going to be hard to find that but that's when it obviously the importance of surrounding yourself with good people comes in yeah but just being aware of the fact that you know I wasn't very lucky no I didn't have that person to instill that Mm -hmm. in me and to use the word confidence and self-love or whatever so now I need to you know realize that it's ruining my life that I don't have it and now let's see how I can kind of find it Navigate and I think that rear. would be so fucking hard oh to do God. like how, where do you even start I I, I don't know like where like, does one even start I feel like that you'd have to start just like making like a list you would have like to. xing things out that just don't serve yeah. you any confidence just any goodness like keeping steps. the things that mm-hmm. do serve you confidence and goodness and just yeah. surround yeah and those Shit are like some that. strong ass people yes like, people the strongest the, the strongest, strongest people. and then just like <laughs> anything right there's pros and there's cons there's positives and there's negatives of course Mm-hmm. So I feel like a more people sadly can probably relate to the negatives yeah. with having like um not even like a uh the like a mom like ours that we're talking about but more just like uh, a mom that just like knows who she is she doesn't take shit yeah. like a boss ass bitch yeah. you know but I think sometimes with that with having that strong and, and you know 
strong and confident mom that instills all that in you and you appreciate and you love it but then there's just this expectation this right. standard that's like well, that comes fuck. in totally because for so long and me and my mom had this conversation actually very it really hurt her feelings and I never meant to hurt her feelings like mm-hmm. it just like was one of those things that like it she felt in her yes, heart yes I remember that mm-hmm. and it was the fact that I felt like I didn't think being weak was an option mm-hmm. you know I didn't think crying in my bed was an option I didn't think feeling my feelings and expressing it to other people was was an option because I didn't see my mom do that of course she did it but I didn't see her do it because I was a we were little girls yeah so all I saw was a fucking angel saint sent from the lord up above (laughs) being strong every single day rarely breaking down being the mother that her family and children needed and just getting shit done. done So mm-hmm. you see that and it's amazing and it's beautiful. Yeah. And so you try and but do then that. The bar is set almost so yeah. high. It's too high. It's mm-hmm. unrealistic. It is. You're doing things that isn't that she wasn't doing. Right. You just didn't see, see. her do the the right. break have the breakdown. Her in her you didn't bed, see her cry herself crying. to fucking right. sleep. Exactly. Why would she? We were little kids. Right. She can't put that pain on us. on us. We already have so much pain. Right. So I think we see these these women and and we see this unrealistic and we're like, oh my God, like, that's why I can't be weak. Right. So that was a big issue for me for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started to to really be into intuitive and in my feelings, right. I didn't express it to anyone and I didn't cry. I It's weird saying that I now know. because it's I don't think anyone ever viewed or thought of me like that. But when right. I was in the lowest of the lows, I was like that. You know, I did express it and talk about it, but never to the extent of what was really going on, what was really happening to me. I felt like a failure, you know, if I wasn't exceeding those expectations. Right. Right. And it is hard, but like we were saying earlier before this episode, like it is hard because we see mom achieving all these things and we're like, we need to do that. Like that's just the only option it is. But then it's like, okay, like when you think about it, it's like, well, my mom had a husband who was an addict that she was facing with she had a brain injured son and it's like that's not necessarily my life you know like that's not what I'm dealing with and like that sucks that that was her path and like that was her like deck of cards but like that's what she had to do and like she has taught us to be so strong and all of those those things but it doesn't have to be to that like highest expectation because those aren't the things that we're necessarily going through you know what I mean like our problems are our problems and like not comparing the two but like it's just not as it's severe. not severe right no yeah it's not as but even if it was even as severe was, everyone is different yeah. you know I'm so much more emotional than my mother yeah. so much more emotional like and and but that's okay right. like you know I'm gonna talk about everything that I'm feeling I'm gonna cry I'm gonna be up and down and she's not gonna be and that's okay it doesn't mean that I'm weak it doesn't mean that I'm gonna fall apart you know I've seen myself in the darkest of days and I've risen above and I've gotten out I've risen above like Jesus Christ and I've gotten out of those dark days so I'm a strong motherfucker too I'm just I handle things differently and I'm more emotional so I think it's important to to tell yourself that you know whether you have an older sister a mother uh whoever that person is in your life and not to like cut you off but even you like I could say that like I'm not at that point anymore but like even me like me and Kylie are so close in age you know like she was a senior and I was a freshman and like there were things that like I used to almost like envy about Kylie or like she was one way so I felt like I had to be be that that way way. but like the day that I realized like 
I'm Lauren and Kylie is Kylie. Yes. Like that's when I was like, no, like that's just how she is. That doesn't mean that's how I have to be. Mm. Or some good and qualities it's so that funny she you has. Say that like, because that's what I feel with mom. Yes, exactly. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? it's like the generation like effect. Yeah, oh, it's like the generation. Like this, yeah, like because yeah. like, you, you have you that have older mom, sister. Mom, my yeah. mom is like so. That's how I feel with right. mom. Totally. And you know, I really do like find myself being resentful and very envious of her at times, just because it's like, okay, mom, yep, you are a fucking rock star, and you did yeah. this and you did that, and you're you don't have anxiety and blah 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 blah. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. But it's that's <laughs> something that I have to figure out within me. You right. And it's figure not, out that uh, just right. because she doesn't have anxiety just because she's not as emotional as me doesn't mean that i'm weak doesn't mean no. that i'm not as good as a person you're just you're I'm different just you're your own human being exactly exactly things yeah. that work for her don't may not work for me and vice versa right what do you think because i'm still i so love that you just said that because Why? i'm just realized that i really am still on that journey like with mom like yeah it's something that like i really need to figure out because mm -hmm. it it does come in between our relationship yeah no times. I get that um so like for you how are you finally able to be like you know what like me and Kylie are different doesn't mean she's better doesn't mean that yeah. I'm less than her we're just we deal with things differently right. and that's well okay. number one I'm gonna tell you right now um like as cliche as it sounds but like definitely I would say I mean in high school this is like a new thing I feel like in high school I was like we always used to bicker and fight yeah. up until a few years ago 100% number one is like my own self-love like yes. being aware of like who I am, I am. like my mm -hmm. identity and like my flaws and my strengths you know what I mean but like also using those things rather than like envying you and being like well you can do that and I can't like seeing the things that you do and like taking some of the things mm. and using them into my life yeah, but like also that. other things that like are your strengths I'm just like that's fine like yeah. I it's like, like beautiful that you like have that no, strength yeah. it just doesn't like, work there's for me. just there's just that what what is this doing for me nothing like that's Kylie and that's okay like I have strengths that she doesn't have exactly you know what I mean mm -hmm. and for mom I totally get that too because there's things with mom where I'm like yeah when she's like you said when she's giving us advice I'm just like fuck off like okay I'm not like that <laughs> yeah, I can't like, just be a superhero right, for the right. day <laughs> but then I think yeah exactly like sorry and I mean number one I feel like as you got older you're gonna realize that and come yeah. to terms with it more mm -hmm. for sure but like right now like I said just with me like that it, you're Kylie you're not Linda yeah. Farrell you know right. what I mean you're yeah. not mom I think it's just like anything but it's, it's still, just a, it's a practice yeah I feel it's like being it aware is. of it yeah um I don't think I was ever really aware of it until and recently I just and feel just like, like that's also yeah. just you're a human being like yeah, that's normal no, to have those thoughts like right. anyone has those as long as you don't let them like consume you and make you like question yourself and like right. talk to yourself negatively mm -hmm. but like it's still hard for sure it is still hard and another thing is you never really know how strong you are until like you have to be or until you're put in that situation like you can look at someone and be like how the fuck did they do that they're a superhero they're a superwoman but then it's like well what do you mean you could have you could be one too if you're in that situation you know we're always stronger than I feel like we give ourselves credit for you know you think of the situation with Kevin right you know do you think mom ever prepared herself mm -hmm. to to almost lose her child right. and then no you didn't lose your child but he's going to have a brain injury for the rest of his life and you're going to have to wipe his ass until he's like <laughs> 80 you know but she was until put in that eight? situation and she did what did you say until he's eight 80 oh 80 okay <laughs> no we're like not past that <laughs> um but then you're put in this situation and you do the best that you can and that's exactly what mom did with kevin and i feel like we talk about kevin all the time um have we said what's hap what happened i don't to kevin? think so i feel like we just like assume people know no, but <laughs> like, like i remember no when idea. i first was dating dylan 
um he we were like at his special olympics and i was like well kevin like when he got hit by a truck and he was like when he what <laughs> i was like oh you what? didn't know people think no, he was just like born that <laughs> yeah. way i'm I like know. oh yeah kevin got ran over by a truck <laughs> that's why he's the way he was he actually wasn't born this way he's like oh like <laughs> okay. i feel like that should have been like a first date thing maybe not <laughs> i know and it's hard with kev too because i feel like a lot of people with like disabilities or whatever like you know you can tell almost by looking at them like yeah. kids with down syndrome stuff like that with kev like he he looks like like he's such a good-looking right. normal kid and then you talk and, to him for like but a then second. you talk to him and <laughs> you're like, like oh. okay something's <laughs> off but yeah. like almost it's even like harder too sometimes because if people just like see him at a far like when we're out at restaurants you know and kevin has like a fucking scooby-doo book in front of him <laughs> and he's just talking loud like people might like look at him weird because mm-hmm. they like might just think he's kind of like a weird kid yeah you know right. what i mean and that's or he's what, just like honestly i feel like people may even think like this kid's a douche yeah <laughs> <laughs> because he'll just be like walking around like the yeah. other day when he didn't have a mask on in the post <laughs> <Yeah>. office <laughs> oh my god that was so my fault i don't even i was like i get so focused on things and like to the fact to the point of there's nothing around me like i forget i'm a human being in that moment and right. we were at the post office and i was sending out the beanies and all of a sudden i look at kevin and he's just walking around i'm like oh my god kevin i'm like you don't have a fucking mask, mask on <laughs> like flipping out no one said anything right i don't know why or how but no one did um but yeah you you just you just forget Right. But yeah, so Kevin, um, when he was six years old, I was four, Alarm was a little baby. Um, Kevin and I were outside of our house on our sidewalk, um, and Kevin went to go to the bathroom or whatever it was that he was doing, and um, he came out from a parked car. The truck that was driving wasn't paying attention. Hit Kevin. He was med flighted to Franciscan yeah. Hospital, and then I children, and then went to Children's. Yeah. Um, he was in a coma for two weeks. He fought for his life for about three months. He was no, in the yeah. hospital for ninety nine um, days. Ninety nine days. There was moments where. You know, my parents didn't think that he was going to make it. Yeah. Um, and then he did, and he had to learn how to talk again, how to go to the bathroom again, how to walk. And then, of course, he suffered a traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, you know, he's probably not, his brain is probably not going to ever advance more than, um, like, a 10-year-old. And now right. he's 28 right now, and it's that's what it is. Um, he can't read. He can't, you know, cook for himself. He can't stay home alone. Can't he can't shower. take care of himself. He right. can't shower. Oh, I have to shower Kevin tonight, actually, because <laughs> yeah. my mom away um, <laughs> another thing not normal <laughs> tuesday night showering my 28 year old brother um right. so things like that and then it was really hard for lauren and i because we were little kids and our parents were away for so long we didn't realize why um right and then our childhood was you know Revolved like we said earlier around. you think it's normal but it's really not yeah um we couldn't even go to like stop and shop without having to make it like a whole, whole thing. thing. Right. Like, we couldn't go to the movies without having to like be prepared that we may have to leave halfway through. Right. Um, and then the little things, you know, like going out to dinner, going out to eat and Kevin just having a temper tantrum, but he's an 11 year old boy and people looking. And as mm-hmm. a young kid, like that's, it's embarrassing. It's right. humiliating. Mm-hmm. And you almost like start to resent that person for it when you're for a little sure. kid. Cause like, it's like, Kevin, you're taking, you know, our childhood away from us you're not allowing us to do things you're right. you're taking all the attention and all of our parents attention and everything um so it was really hard for lauren and I. yeah totally mom always says she even says she like remembers and i can't imagine even too from like a mother's or parent's standpoint you know like obviously you want to do your kids fighting for his life but you have two other children that like need their 
love and attention Mm -hmm. and i remember mom saying like one of the first times she came home from the hospital when i was like at the top of the stairs and i saw her and i was just like bawling my eyes Mm -hmm. out and even as like a one and a half year old like you get it you You feel it you You know like i haven't been with my mom like all the attention has been on my brother you know but as we got older and me personally i feel like i struggled with it a little more than kylie did you know even in like like middle school high school i did like i would get embarrassed of kev you know Mm -hmm. like sporting events but then as you got older you just kind of realize that you know we have seen all of like the beauty that has come out of Kevin like Mm -hmm. Kevin has been the rock to our family with just even our dad passing you know what I mean like he without Kevin like we would not be who we are today you know and Uh that's like the things that we have to constantly remind ourselves Mm -hmm. and I think going back to the point where you said um where you came home mom came home and you were crying I remember I was at a dance recital and I saw her yeah. and I legit like left the dance recital in the middle of the whole you were entire on the stage. thing and <laughs> was crying um and I think it's important to know you know like I'm not saying those moments in time totally fuck your life up but you know that is a little bit you know like I try and think and I try not to hold on to it too deeply but you know those are like abandonment issue type things that can kind of play a little bit of a role in your adulthood like I said you know I don't think too much about it but I do maybe when I'm having like a bad day or when I feel like anyone could leave and I think of all the people Mm -hmm. who have left me and then like little things like that that you know when you're little we don't realize but that those moments those feelings that situation um it it sits in us and it stays with us um and just because we're not fully aware doesn't mean we don't feel it right you know think about even though you were one years old you still felt scared Mm -hmm. you still felt sad you still missed your parents you know and when you're that young and you don't have awareness all you know is oh i remember when i was one and my parents just were here and then one day they just weren't and they abandoned me essentially that's how you feel Mm because you don't know the situation because you're too young and then that stuff can trickle over um into your adulthood when you're finally able to process those emotions but you know it's one of those things that it gets so tricky and confusing is because you're not gonna like if you feel like you feel that abandonment things and like anyone can leave you're not gonna be like oh it was definitely when I was one years old and my mom (laughs) had to go to the hospital to watch my brother right you know what I mean you don't Um, really like pinpoint those things it's just like a lot of things that go into one and like I said it's important not to consume and obsess over it but it's important to just be aware of that and to just know that if you had those because those are traumatic moments when you were young that those do play um a certain role in those those feelings that you have those issues that you have I don't want to call them issues but those mm-hmm. I don't know like- no it's it's true though because I remember even up until like a few years ago you know I had this like feeling before I was even in ever like relationships like put that to side you know I did I always I constantly worried and you can I know you can relate to this was that some who they were just gonna leave yeah. like I definitely had a problem like getting close to people because I just assumed they were gonna leave and yes the whole thing with Kevin in the hospital that plays a major role and then fast forward 11 years later you know our dad passes away mm-hmm. so it's like that's something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to and yeah, struggle with for sure. and it's just like something that you kind of have to like learn to adjust to and like navigate just mm-hmm. as you get older yeah, even it's though it's hard it's hard it was I think it was hard for us because this goes back to what we talked about our mom is being that like strong Mm -hmm. independent woman is she always said like don't allow your trauma your adversity to become your crutch right and she's right like you can't like I remember some girl once was like you know I have a bad relationship because I never saw my parents kiss and I'm like wait whoa 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 you can't use it as a crutch to just like everything that's bad in your life or everything that's toxic is because of this moment that happened it can't be like that no but it is important to know that 
those things do shape us and those things do become traumatic and those do become triggers and those do become fears of ours all you can do is pinpoint it be aware of it and no longer allow it to consume your life like we always talk about no and don't allow it to become a crutch but do understand if you're going to have those moments there's a reason for it and just be kind and gentle to yourself totally right and when we think about kevin we think of i think it's beautiful because we were so young when it happened so now you know, I only see the beauty in Kevin. I was just going to say that, like, now when uh, the same exact thing, like, maybe not necessarily when we were younger, but now it's so true. I only see the beauty in him and, like, the beauty that he, you know, can just bring into my life or other people's lives within, like, the matter of seconds. Yes. Rather than just harping on, you know, what could have been, what could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard, but it takes time. But now I'm just so... I feel like that has just made us so much more, you know, empathetic and understanding and had just such like a different outlook Outlook. and perspective on life than Mm -hmm. a lot of other people, you know? Right. And it's one of those things that you either go one way or the the other. other. And I think as a child, it's, that's, that goes back to your parents. Right. You know what I mean? But as an adult, when you grow up, you can still go one way or Or the the other. other. You want to allow it to fuck your life up and become anger and resentful because of it. Um, or you want to look at it in a more beautiful and when more beautiful, way when I think about all the things that I've learned with Kevin you know I've learned so much patience empathy um we had to grow up quicker so therefore we became more aware became more compassionate understanding right um but what I really learned out of Kevin's situation and I know you agree and believe the same thing is you really need to learn how to make the best out of just really shitty unfair situations Mm -hmm. you know I'm not I'm not talking about like people losing children or like or traumatic like awful, awful. Tra- and this was tragic this was, but, but, he's but still i'm living. not talking about those things that literally can like make someone never be the same again right. but i'm talking about the situations like this you know like yes it was awful and we have a brain yeah. injured brother for the rest of our life but he's alive and he's healthy and he's a beautiful human being right so it's so much harder to find the joy in that rather than just i'm just gonna sit in the resentment and of it harp like on the negative. what could have kevin been who could he have been do i ask myself those questions yes but i've never ever ever let myself sit in those questions right or feel consumed by those questions totally <laughs> and that goes back to something. no and that and no I was but then I wasn't sure if you were done talking no totally <laughs> just <interrupting>. but, <laughs> I know um but the other side of it you know it's hard because not everyone can be that way and you know obviously we've talked about like our dad in this episode but that was something that dad really couldn't like let right. go of in a sense that was mm-hmm. something that he struggled with so much and he you know our dad was like such a good athlete and he was so sad that his son wouldn't be that way and that was something that affected him pretty much until the day that he passed right. you know mm-hmm. no exactly and that's a perfect example when you think of um how you were able to finally like or how you were always able to you know look at kevin as a light and as someone who's like beautiful and like a miracle in a sense and find the the beauty in an unfortunate situation um what can you hold on to that really helped you you know find grace in that wait sorry can you say that it's okay (laughs) i feel like you always say i'm like (laughs) always trying to talk so smart lauren's like wait just fucking say it. <laughs> no. Um, no, repeat it. I just how were you able? What what sticks out to you when you think about how you were finally able, or not even finally, because you always have. Um, but 
whatever. Mm-hmm. How are you able to find the the beauty in, you know, an unfortunate and tragic situation like Kevin? And how are you able to really just like accept it for what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because I think p- people can be are can really relate to like trying to find the positivity in, yeah. in a negative situation. So how are you finding? So I guess it? it was definitely like hard for sure. It was I feel like this for me personally was definitely something with like growth and like yeah. age. Just definitely like for sure. And don't get me wrong. Like I and I know Kylie currently I still have the days you know where like I have to go home and watch Kevin for Mm -hmm. a few days and I'm like what the fuck like I don't want to do that but like we don't have a choice I guess me just now seeing like I just (laughs) like when I think of Kevin in my Mm -hmm. head like I could cry because I love him so much and Mm -hmm. he makes me so happy and I guess when I was older you know when he started like even like coming to my soccer games and meeting my friends and just seeing them who had only like met him once seeing like the happiness that they had when they would see him I was like I looked at it more so like I'm so blessed to have Kevin rather than like the thoughts that I used to have where it's like I'm so embarrassed Mm -hmm. I'm not I was like got a dealt a shitty deck of cards like I look at it now as like such a blessing because he's so happy and like he just makes all of us so happy and you can always learn something and well that's just the thing too I have like I would not be who I am without Kevin I have learned so many different things like we were just saying patience and all of that and I just think of all the things that I've learned throughout my life from Kevin that he doesn't even know that he has taught us all Mm -mm. that I'm just so blessed for to just have such like an innocent soul in my life you know what I mean to say that like that he's taught us so much and he doesn't doesn't even even know know. (laughs) I know Uh, and that's just one of the many beautiful things like what would you say about the life I guess right um what would I what was the question again I guess how do you like when did it like turn like when did you find like graciousness and like happiness of like having you know it's funny because well not funny but not that we never like did but no because in our life kevin was always this way right like we never really knew you didn't well that's the thing and and how he wasn't that's why or how he was before like even for like mom like she knew kevin for six years yeah and then and i mean i knew him before but i don't remember remember yeah um but i think that's what it is is it's you just we, I think it would be different if this happened when we were like 15 or totally. 16 um, just because this is all we've really known but looking at a different light and you know we could still be resentful and angry yeah. because we have our life still is different because right. of Kevin right. you know like we still have to watch him like we still have to just we, it's it's like we have a permanent little brother it is you know yeah. um and some people wouldn't be okay with that and right. would be resentful and would get annoyed mm-hmm. um but instead i think we like we've been talking about we just see like all the beauty that he brings into our life and the fact that he's alive and he's healthy yeah. and he's so loving and he's so kind right. um but what i've learned the the or no you said when did it kind of switch yeah. so i guess it switched when i got older yeah and when i realized that wow like he really has helped us like you mm-hmm. said in ways that he doesn't even know yeah. or understand right and he has single-handedly helped us get through so many difficult moments right and that's just not with me and you and mom that's with our entire family family with our mm-hmm. grandparents with our uncles with our aunts right um he's just been that bright light and holding on to that and knowing in a weird way that he's almost like a miracle child that was like not destined to get hit by a truck <laughs> no, but, but was like yeah. destined to be the, the way he is he so is. he could spread so much, much light and i think kevin's situation is unique you know i don't yes. think a lot of people can, can say. say that right um but it 
can connect and relate to any unfortunate situation um, that was so tragic at a time and now how do you see the light and it's still tragic in the sense where you know my mom is never going to have a normal life Life, she's never going to be like retired no and and have peace she's gonna be having her every 30 year old 40 year old 50 year old however he gets old Mm -hmm. asking her a million questions a day Mm -hmm. you know so there's still like pain and yeah of course but just always finding um the beauty beauty, is one of the most important things um or the most important lessons i think for sure you can learn and i think kevin has given us the most important lesson in life which is to just be kind and Mm -hmm. to just be who you are and not care what other people think Mm -hmm. you know i think that honestly has really helped me and you be the people we are is just seeing him just like just being loving and kind and not knowing that people are judgmental and totally yeah and just living that way exactly and that's the thing so many people like if you meet kevin one of the first things that people say is like i wish i was that happy all the time right you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. people see that and love it and like hold on to it and i swear that like that in that moment they like instantly like almost try to be like happier right, or like change right. themselves a little bit you but know then what you i mean can, and it's that's beautiful but then you can look at it from a different light and then it's we almost but we know that kevin isn't always isn't, that happy right and kevin struggles a lot with so much anxiety so much mm-hmm. ocd um to the point of i don't even think he sleeps some nights no. you know because his and mind doesn't stop he, and he is, doesn't know how yeah, to express, express himself right so then we can see it in that light and just always be kind and compassionate to people because you really don't know what, what they've they, gone through right. you know we talk about strong people you talk about our mom being strong but kevin is the he, most strongest human being i know oh my god the kid yeah. got hit by a truck yes. almost died um he will never be able to experience lived. things that every human should experience he i mean he doesn't know but he's still just so kind and loving and just always just like searching for more love totally we need to get him on an episode yeah, <laughs> we, do. we really do and if you're pretty he'll like you instantly. yeah he only <laughs> likes like hot blondes like he yeah. literally doesn't like special needs girls no. it's the funniest thing he'll he come home from school girl. with like 20 letters from like these like little <laughs> girls from his class and he's like yeah you can throw them in the trash mom i don't want them my friend you got a nice ass you know oh and i got a bed and an ac yeah he's such he's yeah, the best he literally lines. has my father's like personality to a t like yes. he's just so flirtatious it's yes. so funny he is oh, oh my god so much. well that's I the life of kylie and that is our Farrell. life um, we hope that you guys can take something from it. You know, you didn't have to go through all of the things, things. that we went through exactly, but right. I think perspective is everything. And mm-hmm. I think if you kind of like change it and channel it into something that you can connect to or relate to, I think it can really help you see a different perspective, totally. a more positive, um, perspective yeah. because that's all that we can really want or hope for. Right. Is right. to just turn that negativity into something positive. Cause like we always say, there's always something positive and then in, in the negative the there's negative. always yeah exactly there always is and remember if you forgot change can come from you you know ask yourself what you can't control ask yourself what you can control control the things you can control and let the things that you can't control go yes. um as oh. always don't you forget be passionate be kind and most, and most importantly, importantly be, be you sis, sis. Later. Later.